guys, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach Podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host, I'm your Brains Coach, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for helping you guys to learn all the tools you can use to feel, look, and do your absolute best. And guys, as you know, it's all in the brain. Whether you're trying to improve your fitness, your happiness, your mental health, your ability to learn, to adapt, to get creative, it's all in the brain, meaning it's how you feed your brain, it's how you talk to your brain, it's how you design environment for your brain, it's what you allow to come into your brain, uh, what kind of people, music, podcasts, books, all of that will shape your brain, all of that will shape your thoughts and feelings, and all of that will shape your actions that will design your life. So it's all in the brain, guys. Today, we are talking about creativity. Uh, so there was a question. Um, I was talking on LinkedIn to a few founders, and there was a, a question from a few of them about, okay, I'm super busy, uh, more stressed than not, uh, overbooked, uh, feeling, you know, like burning out almost. And I also need to get creative to solve these problems, to move to the next level. Like, what do I do in this situation? And guys... It's not easy, meaning I don't have a magic bullet solution for you. The simple answer is you got to take time to relax. You got to take time to let it all go. And it doesn't have to be a lot. And you can be multitasking in that. So hear me out. There are three things that I recommend you to do if you want to improve, if you want to boost your creative juices to solve problems, to solve issues, to move to the next level faster and better with less waste, less waste and more joy. Like how do you boost your creativity? One thing you want to understand, guys, is creativity, literal thinking, connecting different parts of your brain, connecting the dots doesn't work when you are stressed, especially when you are chronically stressed. Like when you're acutely stressed, you know, oh, I got to figure out it right now. And you were pretty rested and had a great time before that. And that acute stress, it actually can spark your creativity. But if, you, if you've been on the verge of burning out, stressed, overbooked, you know, everything is hectic and you're fatigued for some time, then your creativity is getting a hit and you are in a survival mode. And when you are in a survival mode, your brain goes for the most obvious answer, for the shortcut solution. That's what the brain does. It falls to shortcuts. I was reading yesterday the book. Um, what's the book was about? Uh, it's the book. The name of the book is Choke. It's about why certain people with great skills, like a big chunk of those people, you know, people like... Um, I think her name is Sabrina Safina. I'm not into tennis, right? So forgive me, tennis lovers. And she used to be one of the people who just had great skills and would get all the way to the top, but would never win the ultimate titles, right? And that really stopped the development of her career. And that state of not being able to perform under pressure, it's called choke. And it can happen in athletic in the world of athletics, in the business world, in any kind of world. Uh, you know, when you're about to take an exam and you like have all this knowledge, but for some reason, 
for the test, for the exam, you're just not able to deliver it. I don't think that was ever my issue. Well, that was actually when I was performing publicly in music school, you know, playing things, or singing, or I would recite poetry. That actually was a thing for me. And public speaking was that also for me. But then I learned this breathing techniques and this um, other movement techniques and postural techniques, right, to, and reframing. And uh, all the last public speaking gigs, I didn't have any problems. Everything that I had, I delivered. So, and we were talking about creativity and shortcuts, right? Understand one thing. And in this book, Choke, uh, they were talking about how a lot of people, especially very smart people, when things get heated up and there is pressure, we perform our worst, not best. And how do you prevent that? Well, you need to be able to change your state. You need to be able to relax. The same with creativity. Your brain will fall for shortcut solutions, for your habits, for your training. Your brain will not get creative. Because in order to get creative, your brain needs to feel safe, like the environment is safe to experiment. And you do not get that if you are stressed, if levels of stress in your body are higher, right? So you have higher levels of cortisol, adrenaline uh, circulating on a regular basis. So what do you do about that? Well, one thing that you can do immediately is give yourself a chance to have a really great night of sleep. Now, your brain doesn't need a lot to restart, actually. It needs just a little bit extra, just a little bit freedom, a little bit of space, mental space, emotional space, and not feeling rushed and all over the place. So one thing you definitely need to do is to get yourself one night of sleep. I'm talking... So the case scenario was, um, guys asked me, like, the next day, I need to be brainstorming different solutions. I need to be in meetings. I need to be delivering some um, interesting thoughts on how we're going to go about solving this problem. Like, what do I do, right? I just often now don't wake up motivated or creative, just, like, you know, going through the motions. And so what you do before that day, you have eight to 10 hours of sleep. Guys, eight to 10. If you've been stressed a lot, and you've been not sleeping all that much, and you already feel fatigued, and you're running out of juices, you need to give yourself a chance to stay in bed for those hours. And now, if you wake up earlier, stay in bed, just stay in bed, allow your brain to feel that you have this time and space, that you are relaxed, and you can just stay in bed. So, 8-10 hours in bed. Another thing, before going to bed, take a bath, um, bath, sauna for 15-20 minutes. doesn't take a lot. I would recommend hot bath with Epsom salt, with some lavender essential oils. Those things are very specific, guys. It, they do help to relax, to um, release more relaxing neurotransmitters like GABA, for example, or serotonin. Uh, so take a bath. 15-20 minutes, lavender essential oil, Epsom salt, uh, very cheap solutions, and go to bed after that. Also, on that day, 
uh, either right before that brainstorming session or when you're going to be working on problem uh, solving, do something fun. At least absolute minimum 30 minutes, I would recommend to go for an hour. Do something fun, something that's not related to your work, uh, something that will spark this creative, childlike, uh, I don't know, sparking you, spark, spark, but do something playful, something, again, that you're not going after any problems, solving anything that puts a lot of pressure on you. Just play a game, some sort of activity that feels like a game for you. You can also do things like crafts, or maybe you take a dance class, uh, or also just doing mundane things also help. Just clean, do some light cleaning, not like, you know, a full-blown cleaning where you feel exhausted after it. No, just do maybe a little bit of decoration, putting things together, things like that. Uh, Eliminate clutter. I highly recommend, though, to also figure out some playful activity, even if it's like playing a computer game. Do something that will help your brain to turn on literal thinking and turn off your prefrontal cortex obsessiveness. Uh, Allow your brain to to connect the dots, right? To engage different parts of your brain. That's why different movements like dancing helps. When we move in different ways, your brain starts to engage different neural neural circuits and you literally start thinking differently. So dancing, really amazing, playing music, listening to music uh, can be a really great playful activity. And before that activity and also before bed, pose a question or three questions. Um, Some questions to allow your brain to ruminate on or incubate on. Again, connect the dots and start working on those solutions, right? So one, three questions before going to bed. And, you know, because dreaming especially, it's one of those times when your brain has a lot of freedom to connect the unconnectable, to imagine the unimaginable. So posing questions, actually quite a few famous inventors did that. Um, Need to look up a few names. But that's actually a very effective practice to come up with breakthroughs, with innovative solutions. Post the questions that you need to resolve. Uh, post the problems in the form of questions before going to bed. One to three questions, like how do I sell out my course? Or how do I sell out my founder's coaching circle, right? Um, that's just from my personal experience. Post those questions right before going to bed so your brain has the ability to access all the database of your experience and, again, connect the dots, give you maybe some out there solutions that actually might work. So play, pose the questions, have a great night of sleep with 15-20 minutes of hot bath uh, right before going to bed. With essential oils, with specifically lavender and Epsom salt. And remember a couple of things, guys, about creativity in general. Creativity does not happen when you're stressed, underslept, under pressure continuously. It just does not happen. Creativity only can happen when you feel like you're relaxed, you have space, you have time, you're playful, you have th- you have time for non-serious stuff. That's when we are really productive. 
right? If there is some skin in the game, it helps. But if you've been fatigued and stressed and, again, on the verge of burning out or not sleeping for several nights, giving yourself, I don't know, five, six hours a night, not great for creativity, not going to happen. You know, they say Einstein used to sleep for like, what, nine, ten hours? Um, Look it up. The more creativity, the more innovative solutions you want from the brain, the more idle sleep and just not doing much, playful, doing mundane things, uh, going for long walks, you need to give your brain that time. And the second thing you want to remember that creativity differs from focused analytical problem solving in in a way that it requires incubation time. And I, we already talked about that uh, on this podcast. So what it means is you pose the questions, you pose the problems in a form of questions, and you give it time. You go, you plan, you do some uh, errands, you sleep on it, you take nap on it. Uh, I believe Addison used to be uh, a lot into napping to solve problems. So he would pose a uh, question, uh, he would think about the problem that he needed to solve. And then he had this technique when he would have um, a ball in his hand and he would be on his couch and there was an iron plate under his hand. And uh, when he was about to fall asleep, get into this dreamy state, his hand would relax, the ball would drop and uh, he would be waking up because of the sound uh, of this ball being dropped on this iron plate. And he had a lot of insights from that dreamy state. But before, again, he posed the question, he gave his brain this incubation time. He kind of tried to shortcut, I guess, it so you don't have to sleep on it. You don't have to, you know, go and do anything playful. And you can just kind of get right into your insights uh, right away. So there is some noise in the background, um, making it a little bit harder for me to to deliver this podcast. But, um, you know, actually from the book choke, uh, not on the creativity, a little bit of a side note. Uh, one of the techniques to prevent that choke is to perform under mild pressure before the actual event. So if you have to do a public talk, then bigger public talk, then maybe giving that talk to a few friends of yours will be a simulation that your brain needs to not choke under that bigger pressure. That's what this, you know, noise reminded me of. And now it stopped. And now I can deliver this podcast even with the noise at the background. Well, it's starting again. But anyhow, guys, so creativity, two things you want to remember. Does not happen when you are stressed, underslept, overwhelmed, burning out. And number two, you want to pose a question. You want to give it incubation time. And you also want to do on a regular basis, activities that allow this playful, idle brain for your brain, uh, time for your brain, when you can think about, when your brain can think about anything, can imagine unimaginable. Um, And that's about it, guys. Your creativity user manual. So if you are also in that state, you are struggling to come up with creative solutions and you need them, well, then you need to take 
time. You need to sleep. You need to take that bath. You need to do something playful. You need to pose those questions. Allow them time to incubate. And when you get into this brainstorming session, perhaps with other people, you're going to be in such a great shape. So try it. Let me know how you do. If you have any questions, maybe book recommendations or just questions about the protocol for creative thinking, let me know. Don't forget to share this podcast episode because sharing teaching will help us to create a better world, to help more people, to help more people to get more creative and create this better world, right? So share, ask questions, teach this to other people, try it, give me feedback, and stay tuned for the rest of the week. We're going to talk about certain nutrients that are crucial for your brain performance and mental health and where you can get them. And we're also going to talk about how to optimize for oxytocin and why you should care. Oxytocin is this molecule of social bonding that a lot of people these days neglect. So stay tuned, have an awesome day, get creative, sleep on it, and I'll talk to you very soon.